Welcome to the Back Shoulder Fade, the Running Hook Sports Betting Podcast with Caleb Lynn and Zach Griffin. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Back Shoulder Fade. Uh, I am uh, your host, uh, Caleb Lynn, and tonight we got uh, Zach Griffith uh, talking some baseball, uh, some high-level baseball. Uh, we're talking some futures tonight. Uh, spring training is coming up sooner than we know it, Zach. It's uh, it's already kind of here, and uh, you know the off season is going to be full of uh, some interesting propositions in terms of you know, hey, what you know, all the teams like the Dodgers, look at teams like Atlanta, you know, plenty of teams that seem to be loaded as ever. Uh, but we'll we'll see whether they can match it. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at these odds yesterday, and I mean, I just want to lead the pod with this. I mean, the one that stood out to me without question, Caleb, was most likely to sign a washed veteran. And by far, the favorite was the St. Louis Cardinals. I mean, you, you can't get to the books fast enough. I just want to ask this what bet. the odds I'm sure are you've there. placed it already. What were the odds? The, uh, it was plus 150. Plus 150. Okay. Okay. Very good odds. You know, I mean, they were the favorite in the clubhouse by by a mile. Sure. With the Brandon Crawford signing. And, you know, I mean, you know, you know how it goes. You know how it goes with with Team Bloom at the helm. But, you know, for the listeners, like, we have to give, it's obligatory. We have to give Caleb shit for the Cardinals because it's the only team he openly roots for. That's not true. in any sport. Okay. Yes, it is true. No, it's not true. Yes, it is true. No, Who's your true. NBA team? You don't no, have I've an told NBA you, team. I've told you, you my second team. team. I know I've said my second team. I don't have an NFL team. I don't have an NBA team. I do have an the NHL team. The Jazz don't team. count. I do have an NHL team. I do have an NHL the Black team. Blackhawks, right? Blackhawks. Blackhawks. Other than that, well, you got me shut. That's it. That's You got okay. me shut well, up. I, I, but no, I mean, you're the resident baseball fan on the network, I would say. Um, I mean, I think it'll be an interesting year. I think my Cubs will have a shot. I mean, we had a massive managerial upgrade in the offseason getting Craig Council, a guy who's owned us, especially in uh, September. And in, in September's past, he's he's owned us from Milwaukee, so... I, I like that pickup for us. Big, our biggest pickup of the offseason, obviously, in my opinion. But I want to get to a Cubs game this this summer. I haven't got to one, probably. I don't think I've been to a Cubs game since 2017, Caleb. I don't know the last time you went to a Cardinals game. It's it's um it's been a uh, been a year uh, to been to Bush. Uh, you know, I've been to I try to go to, you know, a lot of different parks when I can. So I mean, typically I'm always at it. I'm always trying to go to a handful yeah, of games every guy. year. But uh, you know, we'll see where it all we'll see where it all sticks out. But I Wrigley Wrigley's a great park. Wrigley's a great park. Tough to not uh, yeah see that. So it totally is, and you know, I I was in just talking about baseball parks. You know, I I was in uh, me and my dad took a trip, father son trip to Boston. Uh, about a month ago now, and we drove past Fenway, and you know it's just in the middle of some neighborhood, dude. I mean that's just how, just how it was back then. I mean that's yeah. that's the oldest stadium, uh, in baseball, and then Wrigley's second oldest. But I don't know. It's just it's 
that kind of stuff with baseball. I mean, even if you're not a baseball fan, which I'm a baseball fan, not to the extent you are, but you know, I'm a fan of baseball. I, I catch probably, I would say 10 to 20 Cubs games a year. Just try to get a feel for what we got. And then you're all lit on the playoffs. I feel like you watch the playoffs. Oh, yeah. the playoffs I watch, every I watch game. the playoffs. I watch the playoffs um, big time. I would say late August, early September is when I start to phase in on baseball a little bit more. And then yeah. obviously October, November, you know, you lock into it. But yeah, Fenway and Wrigley, those are, I've been to Wrigley once. Um, I really want to get to a game at Fenway without breaking the bank. That might be a tough task, but you know, I, I, I'd like I'd like to go. Oh, we, you know, we should go with uh, resident Red Sox fan Bryce. Yeah, well, yeah, look, we, we should we should call, go. We we should call go. him that. We can call him that. You want to call him a Red Sox fan? Do you just want to you want to call him that? You know, you I think, think I'll buy a Mookie Betts jersey, Mookie Betts Dodgers jersey, okay. and wear it there. Smart. Call. I might get shot. I might get shot if I wore that to Fenway, but. I don't know. <laughs> well, you don't think Bryce is a real Red Sox fan? You think he's fair weather? Um, yeah, yeah. You I do? think he's a little cold weather. I think he's a little fair weather. Yeah, you I think, think he's a little fair like uh, like Ryan Gregory with the Bucks. <laughs> I've i i made a lot of statements about uh, you know, our, our uh, a fellow network guy in the in the uh, about about. Him being a fan, not being a fan. Uh, I won't. I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't get it. I won't go any farther than that. I won't go any farther than that. We're gonna try to enjoy. Uh, want to yeah. try to enjoy this baseball season, Bryce. Well, let me ask you this then. Like, obviously, the Dodgers won the off season, right? I don't. I mean, I think that's fair to say. I think they definitely won it when they got Otani, and then they got Yamamoto on top of it. So do you think just in general looking at these odds, specifically World Series odds, like do you have a problem with Dodgers being favored the way they are? A plus three twenty? Or I mean they were I mean, my God, Caleb, I mean, as long as what's the Dodgers playoff streak right now? Like two thousand eight? Basically in the Kershaw era? So, I mean have they, they missed the playoffs? I mean, I mean I'd have to what, go back and they're check. They're doing what I like mean, the you, Braves were doing in the '90s, you know. It's definitely it's you. you it definitely feels that far away. I mean, un- unquestionably. I mean they they made the playoff. I mean, I can't remember in playoff, October the past ten years. Twenty twelve. Okay. Twenty twelve. I was gonna say I can't remember the. I can't remember in October the last ten years where I wasn't watching the Dodgers at some point. You know. Yeah. So that, well, my point is, the sustain they had the sustained success that you just don't see in baseball nowadays, right? You know, I would say them and the Giants, and now the Astros have been the best models of that. But now they've added like these two. They added arguably the best player in baseball, and they added this superstar, uh, this foreign superstar. So now, like. Is it obviously it's title or bust, right? But I'll just ask you a general baseball question, not having to do with the odds. Okay. 
Yeah. If they don't win the World Series, Dave Roberts, you show him the door. I've had a I've had a hard time with this. I've I um I've had a really hard time with this. I mean, Dave Roberts. I think he's a good manager. Yeah, he clearly is. Clearly he's a good manager. If you fought, you want to know what my take of Dave Roberts is? Sure. He's basically the Kyle Shanahan of baseball, except he has the ring on his finger. If you fire oh, okay. him, if you fire him, how many teams are going better. after him? All right. And if you, yeah. and if you do fire him, what, what likely, what, what's the likelihood that you are going to be able to, to have the success that you've been having over this period of time? Yeah. I mean, right. You know, you look at what the Dodgers have been doing, you know, since this era. I mean, since 2013, they have won 10 division titles, Zach. They've won oh. 10 division titles. I mean, objectively, objectively, that is ridiculous. In any statistic, in any measurement you want to go off of, big market, I don't care. You win that many division titles, you're doing something right. You know, and, right. and I think I think it's a two-year thing for him because I think you should give him the benefit of the doubt if they don't make it or if something happens. But assuming that, you know, they're going to be what they're supposed to be and, you know, the guys are coming in, being what they're projected to be. I mean, yeah, it's hard to not think it's World Series or best. I mean, when you have a rotation featuring Shohei, you know, or not Shohei Tani, but featuring a, a Yamamoto, a Tyler Glass now, a Walker Bueller, when you have that level of pitching and then the ability to hit the way that they do one through nine. The, and the other thing with the Dodgers is they always get guys on lower end deals to revitalize their career. Uh-huh. And suddenly they, they get that, you know, there's no doubt they're going to do it. We just figuring out who that is, right? Jason Hayward last year for them. I mean, I, I think the Dodgers are nah. a force. I mean, they're, they're a force. I mean, they're, they're a force. No issues at all with them being favored. Um, no, no issues there. I mean, it's really hard to see a world where this team where this team doesn't make it, you know, where this team doesn't make it or even the team below them in Atlanta um, because the two of them are just so top to bottom, so dominant. Are they the new? I mean, obviously the Yankees have the world recognition and probably the most famous franchise in I American sports. I'd say them, yeah. them are the Cowboys, right? Yeah. Say them, Cowboys, Lakers, one, two, three. Dodgers, are they like the new Yankees in terms of sustained success? Because we haven't seen that sustained success from the Yankees. Or, you know, I think 21st century, 21st century, the Yankees haven't even been the best team in their own division. I think that's been the Red Sox. Right. Where the Dodgers... 21st century, but specifically like 2008 or 2010 on, like they've been the team of baseball. I would say them, yeah, Houston, and and uh, San Francisco, right? Well, yeah, the push. Yeah, I mean the pushback 
with with the Dodgers being compared to and the Yankees. And with the Dodgers, like money is not an object for the Dodgers, obviously. It's, it's not. But, Zach, you got to look at who they have. They're not really. Sp- I mean, this year, yes. This year, unequivocally, they've spent a ton of money unequivocally. But you look at the way they've built their roster. It's not. They're not buying their team. They really haven't bought their team. They've developed really well. They have a lot of really nice pieces. Like Will trades. Smith was a developmental guy. They put him in their own system and, he, and he's a beast. Period. Objectively, he's a beast. Gavin Lux is a beast. Uh, I mean, they just find ways to just, you know, Altman is a solid player. It's like this team can figure out ways to, you know, yes, go out and sign those players when they need to. And, uh, yeah, a thousand percent. But at the same time, they also find guys who maybe weren't that good and all of a sudden get them to, you know, get them up. Jason Hayward again, you know, um, yeah. to me, to me, yes, they are. Because if you ask a kid probably in high school or middle school, they are not used to seeing an October without the Dodgers. It doesn't exist. It just doesn't exist. I mean, the Yankees, you look at what the Yankees are doing and, you know, the Yankees, in the 21st century, I mean, let's just say it, they, they bought their team. They don't, they, they don't trust totally. in their develop. They don't trust in their development. It started they're, with Stanton. I mean, it started with Maybe Stanton. I mean, they're that. still kind of, they're still, they still are trying to find some prospects, but you look around that team, it's not a lot of guys that are developed within their own system. I mean, they traded for Juan Soto. You know, that's a, you know, you, again, you're giving rid of some prospects to do that. They're, they're trying to win now, you know, and like you said, I mean, they, they have not probably been the best team in that 21st century in the AL. Um, you know, I have a, yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, I, I'd make the case they're second to last in terms of consistent success in the American League East. Second to last. I mean, you look at what Tampa's doing. Tampa's always found a way to make the playoffs and win divisions. Boston's had a couple titles during that stretch. Toronto's consistently yeah. been in the playoffs or in the wildcard round every year. And I mean, shoot, the Orioles might end up being like oh, a legitimate dynasty down, like a legit, not dynasty, but just like, like they're starting a they really nice a pool of talent. Yeah. They're just, it's a cool pool of talent that they have going on over there right now. So I, I just, yeah, the Yankees have to really step up their game in order for them to, to keep up with a ridiculously loaded division. All right, well, then let's just get into the World Series. Well, what futures do you want to start with? Do you want to start big with the World Series, or do you want to start small divisions, awards? What do you want to do? Let's do, let's do, uh, let's do awards. What do you got for, uh, what do you got for awards? Right. Well, uh, let's just stay with the Dodgers. I got Shohei Otani plus 950 to win the NL MVP. Now, I know... I know he's not going to be able to pitch, right? So that might, that might, yeah. I might hinder it, but he was sure. still the favorite, I think. I think he was still the favorite. Let me, let me double check for the NL. I think he was still the favorite. Let me see. Awards. National League MVP. Like right now, he's fourth. Or no, no, no. Sorry. He's fourth. He's fourth. He's fourth, fourth. behind Acuna, Betts, and Freeman. Well, how about that, Caleb? Three of the four, three of the top four MVP odds, all Dodgers. Unbelievable. Yeah. 
Unbelievable. And then you got Tati's Tati's right behind Otani at 10 to 1. Which I don't know what you think of the Padres in general. It seemed like two or three years ago they had all everything going for them and then Tati's got suspended and a couple other things happened and it just fell off the rails. So I don't know where you're standing on the Padres right now. But Tati's 10 to 1. I mean, I like that too. But Otani, I mean, you know, he's in LA. I know he's not going to be able to pitch, like I said, but he's such a good hitter. I don't know if it'll matter. You know, Cunha won it last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cunha won MVP last year. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, I, I like Otani's odds almost 10 to 1. I like that. I, I, I have a tough time pushing against it. I mean, you look at what he's, you look at what he's done, right? I mean, he, he's, uh, he's already got two MVPs in the bag. Uh, you know, go in, make your presence yes, known. I mean, it's, it's, um, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's hard to push against it, you know, and obviously a guy that has done it before and, uh, you know, somebody that I, I feel like will, you know, attempt to attempt to try to make another run at it. The other, it's, it's interesting, you know, kind of going back to your conversation with the Padres. I mean, the Padres have some stars, uh, you know, totally. Machado, but, you know, last couple of years, their front office, you know, really went on a spending, you know, on a spending spree and, they, and lost Soto. they couldn't afford it. Well, and then they couldn't afford it. They genuinely like couldn't afford it. They literally like you want to talk about all in. That is literally what they have done in the last year and a half. They have put all their stockpile in until they literally couldn't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what the Padres. Have, that's what the Padres have done. I mean, they don't have Blake Snell coming back. They they don't. It, it's not likely he's coming back. Juan Soto, obviously, with the Yankees, uh, they still have some talent on their team. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that they can't uh, get to that point. Uh, but but I'm not I'm not necessarily in on this Padres team. Um, you know, at all. Um, and okay. we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, I I think right now it's tricky. Um, all the guys that, you know, there's a lot of players in that list. It's pretty tight. Almost kind of makes you think, you know, it's kind of going to be one of those four, four to six. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give a, I'm going to give a long shot. I'm going to give a long shot for mine. Um, I think Corbin Carroll is an interesting pick. If you're in on what the D backs did the last year and you think they can flip it into more wins. He's 20, he's 22 to one. And look, I'm not saying the Dodgers, I'm not saying the Dodgers are not going to make the playoffs. I'm not, that's not me. I think they're going to be very good, very formidable. But if you're asking me, Hey, what's the way to fade this team? This is it. Because I think Carroll individually can have as good of a season as anybody. He can go for 30, 30. He can, he can really take the top off and, you know, take the top off for them offensively. He dominated any chance he got in the playoffs. And I, I think when sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, things like that can just kind of fall downhill, but I don't necessarily believe that's the case with Corbin Carroll. I, I think he could come in and be 
an absolute dog. I like him a lot. I also like Matt Olson. Uh, I think Matt Olson is a really nice fit. Uh, I think he's kind of due for one of these just holy crap. You're, um, you know, amazing uh, player. I mean, last year for crying out loud, he was a 283 hitter, 54 home runs. Um, I mean, the dude was just absolutely raking. And I feel like if you, to me, I would look at something like that. Um, because I just think when you look at a guy like Acuna and Betts and Freeman and Otani, yes, you know, you're going to bet on a great player. But at some point, you know, are all the risks to not making that great player be the great player worth, you know, not even $10 to your $1 that you're replacing? Okay. Well, then I'll move to the AL then for the MVP. Okay. All right. Because I, I, I had kind of a long shot here too. Well, Before. it's not really a long shot. He's, he's fourth. Julio Rodriguez. 11 to 1. Yeah, he sticks out for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, I'm not of the belief that Houston is just going to stay on this train wreck. I, I'm just not. The division, the division's closer. The division's close. You look at a team like uh, the Rangers and what they did this last season, uh, they're not going away. They're just not going away. And if you look at a team like Seattle, I mean, Seattle is. You know, they're, they're, they're right there. They were right there this last year in a very good season. Rodriguez himself, 275, 32 home runs, a little bit over 100 RBIs and 37 stolen bases. I mean, typically, you know, look, he's only and he's been in the league for two years, you know, and, and I and the reason I'm saying that is sometimes as you mature, you know, and get more acclimated into the game you're going to get more poised seasons and understand how to grind out a season. Ronald Acuna, sixth year in the league. He has an incredible season. He has an MVP caliber year. You know, 73 stolen bases, 41 homers. The list goes on. I mean, sometimes, you know, you want to get, you want to back a guy like that who, you know, has that experience. And there's no reason to think that Julio Rodriguez might not do it. I, I think Seattle could be very competitive in that division. Um, and it would be worth it. It would be worth it if you if you're kind of like, oh, I'm in on what they're trying to build right now. I I like that a lot. Well, there's a couple long shot, well, quote unquote long shot ones. Adley Rutschman, twenty five yeah. to one. Yeah, yeah. Bo Bichette, twenty five to one. Yeah. Uh, and then here's a joke for you, Caleb. John Carlos Stanton, eighty to one. Eighty to one. <laughs> Strikeout champion. I, I would like to go back to the Adler Rep. I mean, they. Yeah, go the ahead. I mean, this they, isn't the last time the Orioles will come up. So go ahead. And no, I mean, Adley is a really, I mean, really productive two way catcher. And, you know, I mean, look, the, the book is, the book is going to tell you to pound the Yankees. They're going to tell you to pound the Yankees. You know what normally That's happens? What they're telling you the right now. Tells you to pound the Yankees. Doesn't work. They crumble. They strike they out. They strike they out. They strike out. They strike out. Like objectively, they just strike out. When the book tells you to pound the Yankees, juice is the over. That tells you some something's up. In my opinion, that's the way it always is when you try to bet the Yankees. And look, this team hasn't fixed anything regarding its pitching depth. I still think the lineup has concerns. 
I'm not. I'm just not that in on the Yankees. I think they can get pressured by big markets. And I would advise people that are listening to this podcast to not put yourself in that situation. To not put yourself in that situation. Adley Rutschman and the Baltimore Orioles are going into their second year with a ton of hopes. Corbin Burns coming in. Yeah, I know they've had some pitching injuries to start the season in spring training, but this is an Orioles team that, you know, really dominated this division. And I, I don't know if they're going to sit there and dominate it again, but if you if you like what they did last year and you think that it's reasonable that they do it again, I mean, why not? Why not? Um, I, I like that pick a lot, Zach. I mean, the teammate of Bichette's, I, I liked Vladdy Jr. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, he's, too. he's you know, that's a pretty nice odds there at some some at 20 to 1, 22 to 1. Uh, Toronto's due for a really nice season. I mean, they've always been on the cusp for a while, uh, but, you know, they've really gotten out and started to be aggressive with their roster movement. They signed Justin Turner in the offseason from Boston. Uh, he probably didn't want to be in Boston. He realized that they weren't going to win, right, Shetty? And uh, I look at the uh, I look at this Toronto team and I, I see a lot of talent here and a, a team that, you know, could could definitely push and push for a division title. They've, they've been right there the whole time. And there's no reason to think that, you know, maybe a guy like Vladdy Jr. at 20 to one. The, the ones I have some quarrels with, you know, people want to push Bobby Wood Jr. Bobby Wood Jr. I love Bobby Wood Jr. I'm not trying to hate on Bobby Wood Jr. But the Kansas City Royals. I mean, they're at a tricky. Th- I mean, I'm not betting. I'm not. Year. Yeah, I'm not betting on this team to win a division. You're, you're not gonna. You're not gonna get in position to be an MVP candidate when you're third or fourth in the division. I'm sorry. I mean, and you know, we you're just not. You're not gonna be an MVP candidate when you're third or fourth in the division. Yeah, I mean, it's just well, the it's not gonna happen. And I like. And again, I like Bobby. Wood. Bobby Wood's probably the best player in this division. But you're when you're betting on Bobby Wood at twenty to one, you're also betting that the Kansas City Royals are going to have success. And I'm not. Yeah. I mean, look, the K they, they were good for you know a couple of years, Zach, like in that twenty in, in that 2016, 2017, 2018 range. But I, I, twenty to one is a really high price. I mean, great player, but I would really advise against yeah. that one. If you're, I'm trying to think the last MVP who won and was on a losing team. It ironically enough, it was Stanton 2017 Marlins, but he hit 60 home runs. I mean, yeah, you know, you, so you, that's you, what, that's what he had to do right. to win MVP on a, on a chat team. And, you know, I don't think Bobby Witt Jr. is hitting 60 home runs as you Caleb. And the Royals were yeah. bottom two team in all of major league baseball last year. Like it was them and the A's. In a battle yeah. of ass. See, so you could be the worst. I mean, they're they're brighter than them. I'll say that. The Royals are better than the, the Royals sure. are brighter than the A's. I mean Sure, but I'm just saying going off last year, I mean, why you yeah. know, why are his odds better than somebody like Vlad Jr. or Devers or Yeah. Yeah. Or or the guys we mentioned, Bichette and Rutschman, but I don't know. Sure. Uh that'll be those are two teams, especially in the AL. I want to keep an eye on Orioles and and Blue Jays. I'm with in the same division too. I'm with I want you. to keep an eye on those too. Yeah, but uh, what do you want to do next? Divisions. Let's do yeah. Let's do some division ones. Uh, what what are you? Um, let's let's start off. Let's start off with a um, a division that uh, you know. Look, What's do I have some potential bias? Yes, I do. Do I have? 
a idea We're both that in this team division. is going to make the playoffs? Yes, I do. But I do not, it is not going to be who you think this is going to be, Zach. This I think is not it is, actually. No, it's really not. Cincinnati I'm going to take the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. I think the Cincinnati Reds could be in line for a LA's very MVP. solid season. Yeah. I think they are, you know, on the rise. Some really nice pitching. You're confident in their depth, top to bottom. They, you know, I, I don't think, I think one of my only quirks is I do think you want to have some veteran guidance. Reds are such a young team that I don't know what that stands for them, but I, I, 4, 430 to what? 430 is not a bad bet for them. I mean, it's really not. It's, it's no, not it's a not. bad bet. Um, I don't think. I mean, they were flirting not, with wild card last year, right? Yeah. Weren't and they? I'm not saying, I mean, look, I mean, you might disagree with me here and that's fine. I do think the Cardinals should be favored to win this division, but I just feel like in terms of a value standpoint, I, and, and in terms of a fan standpoint, I'm more afraid of the Cincinnati Reds than I am your Chicago Cubs. From a fan standpoint, yeah, I mean, I'm more afraid of the. I'm, I'm more afraid well, the of the Cubs, Cubs. The Cubs don't have the Cubs don't have a player as electric as as Bella Cruz, which, like I said, I I almost mentioned him in the NL odds, but kind of to your your point with uh, Wit, like you're if you're betting on Dela Cruz, then you're also betting on a team to do well, and. With Delacruz and the Reds, I'd rather bet on the Reds to win the NL Central at these odds than I would yeah. Delacruz to win the MVP. I agree. But I did like that, and I like the Cubs at plus 210. I did. I don't think it's going to happen. Now, like I said, we did improve the manager, which had to happen. That was like... <sighs> yeah, you were on that. Yeah, you were Yeah, you were Yeah, yeah, you... You know my thoughts on David Ross, but yeah, um, yeah, I did like those two. I I had the Reds as well uh, in mind. We got some resident Reds fans in the chat. We do, you know, yep. they they would like that. When's the last time the Reds made the playoff? Twenty twenty, I think it was twenty. The Trevor, yeah, Bauer something like year. that. Yeah, Trevor Bauer around that year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like that one. And if you moved back to the AL, Caleb. Got the defending champs, the Rangers, two to one to win the AL West. I think they were trailing the Astros. Yeah, they have the Astros at actually minus one hundred five. I also like the Mariners for that one, three to one. We were mentioning Julio earlier. Yeah, you yeah. think they can do something? Yeah. And then AL East. I know. I told you they were going to be brought up again. The Orioles plus two twenty right now. And this will not be the last time they come up. I'm going to bring them up yet again. But the AL East, dude, just stacked. Stacked. It, is, these, stacked. it is stacked. I mean, you got these young teams, Baltimore, Toronto, Tampa, Red Sox at the bottom, and then the Yankees at the top. Kind of a mix of youth and vets. So that, that one, I mean, what do you think of the AL East? Because... God bless. You know, the Rays have been steady in the 2020s. Toronto has two and Baltimore, yeah. you know, Baltimore 
Baltimore at least make a World Series in the next three years? I think they will, right? Probably. Probably. I mean, it's uh, there's talent all over this division. There really is. Um, there really is. I, I think the Red Sox are a step behind the curve here. Uh, I don't. I don't necessarily think that uh, fourteen to one. I, no, I mean, no. I. I, I just. I, I just think in terms of the way they're constructing their team, it's you know, not like them obviously, but it does feel like they're a step behind, you know, and that they have not been as aggressive as maybe we were used to when we were like in elementary or middle school. Feels like the pockets aren't as open compared to years past, and I, I do think that will hurt them given how loaded well this division is. But let me tell you right now, the New York Yankees are. They are. No, they're not. Lock that in. They're the not. New York okay. Yankees, the, the New York, the New York Yankees are not winning this division. They're not winning you this got, division. Uh, they, they don't have enough depth and they don't have enough depth pitching wise whatsoever. They don't have enough depth. Period. They don't have enough depth. They're they're on they're on Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole has pretty much been a perfect pitcher for them the last two seasons. I mean, look, I don't, you know, I'm not trying to trying to doing you know i want him healthy he's a great pitcher but when you're trying to sustain something like this i mean it's not easy i mean it's just it's just not easy hole is so key and important for them and stroman's a nice piece objectively incredible contract they 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 had an incredible I mean, it was an incredible contract, and I have a lot of respect for how they went out and, you know, made these moves. I'm, I'll no doubt about it. But this starting rotation, I'm, I'm looking at Carlos Rodon. Carlos Rodon was not the same at all last year. They paid him a crap ton of money. Clark Schmidt, they're they're hoping to have a strong season from him. Um, if you ask me, I'm not necessarily as hopeful on that. And Mr. Cortez has been hurt for a long time, man. He has been a really tough time staying healthy. I mean, he's a solid pitcher, but he he's had a tough time staying healthy. And this, you know, I I just don't really see a world where this New York Yankee team is going to be better than the other teams in this division. If I mean, even I look at the lineup, I mean, a lot of up a, a lot of mid thirties. I mean Rizzo, right. thirty-five. I mean, you want you you want to make the case he's injured. I mean that was fine, but no, we're going to try to bank on Verdugo. We're banking on Verdugo to give us some yeah, meaningful Verdugo, minutes. Boston, get rid of him. the Yankees cast off. Right, Boston got rid of him. Boston got rid of him to yeah. the division rival. At some point, doesn't that concern you? Got rid of him and Downs, both of them. Like they're giving him both of them, but. Yeah, you're right. And the Yankees have had the same problem. I don't know. Basically, since Boone became the manager after they fired Girardi, right? Where they... The talent is there, on paper at least. And the pockets are open, like they always are. But... Not in love with the relief. Not in love with the relief. Not really in love with the starters, either. And no, I, I don't like that rotation. No, like, no, I don't like that rotation. Like, who do you who do you like in that rotation outside of Cole? Who do you like? I like Strowman. 
Object. I think Strowman's a very good pickup. Strowman, I think yeah. he will be very yeah. good. Cubs, I did not. The Cubs, Cubs should have signed him back. He wanted to be back. Cubs should have signed him back. They should have. We should have. You know what? We should have. You gave me shit on that. Yeah, we should. We should have. We should have. That money went to council. That money went to council. God bless. But, I yeah, you're probably right. And, and Bellinger. Yeah. Recently. Yeah. Toronto. Yeah. Toronto's rotation. I trust more than the Yankees. I mean, the Orioles' rotation is is thinner. But at the same time, like we thought their rotation was thin going into last season and they step up and they have a fantastic year. Like maybe they're just a good rotation. I mean, maybe they're just that good. They just got Corbin Burns. Thank the heavens. Sincerely, St. Louis Cardinal fan. Grayson Rodriguez. Grayson Rodriguez, a nice young prospect, a guy that a lot of people have tried to hype up. Um, there's some dudes on this team, not to mention a pretty strong, you know, pretty nice relief there, uh, in Cano. And, and then obviously they went out and got Kimbrell, uh, this off season, uh, Bautista, uh, we'll have to see kind of when he'll come back when he'll not. But, uh, I, I, I just, I don't, I just don't think, I just, I think the Yankees are very overvalued. They're overvalued every year. I think they're overvalued once again. They're a team people want to bet on, you know, and I get it. But, well, yeah. What have they shown you over the last couple of years to make you want to bet on them? Nothing. I mean, we mock them all the time. Nothing. For for multitude of reasons, but mostly Cashman and, and Boone and Stanton. I would say those are the four, the three guys that take the brunt of the criticism, and they should. But I just want to say something real quick on the Red Sox. Who are at the bottom of the odds here at 14 to 1 to win the AL East? Like, like I said, I was in Boston a month ago and I was asking one of our Uber drivers about Gerard Mayo, the new Patriots coach, and what, what she thought of him. And then somehow the Red Sox got brought up and she just shut me and my dad down. She's like, I'm not talking about the Red Sox. She's like, I'm not talking about the Red Sox. And I was like, is it the owner? Because I had read stuff and heard stuff that the owners, you know, like you said, the pockets aren't there like they used to be. I've heard he's cheap. Right. They're putting more money into Liverpool, you know, because Fenway owns Liverpool too. Yeah. And I think it all started when they traded bets because they saw what these other mega stars were getting paid and they didn't want to pay that. And she just shut that talk down. She was like, I'm not talking about the Red Sox. We can talk about the Celtics or the Bruins or the Pats, but we're not talking about the Red Sox. So it's a sore subject for Boston fans. And to me, I think the owners of the Red Sox are almost like, look, we got you guys four titles when you hadn't won one in almost 90 years. Like, we did our part. Now we're going to take care of our other business interests. I feel like that's almost what they're doing. It's like, look, we gave you guys comes off. Bo- a, a borderline dynasty. I agree. We did. We did our part. We're done. I mean, that's how I'm looking at it. It does come like off like that. It does come off like that. 
It does come it does off come like off. that. And I don't like it because I like the Red Sox as a franchise. And I like Boston as a sports town. I think it might be the best sports town in America, especially after being there. Hmm. But you, like, this is one of the, you know, when you're thinking about baseball, you think Yankees, Red Sox, Cubs, Dodgers. Like, those are the first four teams I think of. More so Yankees, Red Sox, Dodgers, I would say. And one of those teams is just irrelevant this year and has been irrelevant for like the last four or five years. I, yeah. just thought, I don't like that. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like that either. I, right. I, I don't, I don't like that. And you can't tell me major league baseball likes it either, but um, I just thought it was interesting that, you know, a Boston resident who I was talking to just wouldn't give Such the Red down. Sox the time of day. We'll yeah. give them the time of day to talk about them. So it's interesting. Um, if you want to move on to the league odds, I got one division odd that's in my lock of the century. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Cleveland Guardians plus four hundred. Lock of the century, Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, I'm locking that in. Okay, explain. Um, I think the pitching is really solid. They're they're, they're getting better, younger. You're not buying uh, the Twins. I, I was really no, I'm not. Um, I, I think the Sunny Gray loss was a massive loss. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they really tried replacing it either. Um, I think that the only concern that you could give me about the uh about the Guardians is their lack of offense, lack of power, which I won't push back on. But I think their pitching could be good enough. Their rotation, their, their bullpen is is always consistent. You know, when they get into the ninth, not a lot better than Emmanuel Classe. Um, I I just I think this is an Indians team that just knows how to. Uh, sorry, a Guardians team that just knows how to grind it out. I, and and I and I I'll bet on them to do that. Um, when I look at this Detroit team being favored over them, look, Detroit's headed in the right direction, but. What a turnaround that'd be. And then Minnesota, I just, I just, I'm not in on this team, man. I mean, the changes, the changes that they've, you know, the roster that they've had over the last couple of years, I just haven't been crazy on. Royce Lewis is a big time prospect, you know, and a really nice player that really stepped up for them in the second half of the year. Him being healthy and on the team for a full year makes me think that could go over pretty well, but I don't know if that's enough. I, I like the Guardians quite a lot plus 400 to win this division. This is just kind of what they do, man. I mean, it's just what they do. And, and I'm excited. They've to been pretty see steady them. too. Yes, they have. You're trusting a solid franchise at the end of the day. Yeah. Go okay. Ahead, I like sir. that. You, you talked me into that. You talked me into that. Well, staying in the American league. I like the blue Jays 10 to one. Um, to win the league, to win the league. To win the league, it feels like we've been talking about them as an up and coming team for the past three or four years, right? Basically, since Vlad Jr. was called up. Yeah. I think you can track it back to that when they started getting talked about that way. Yeah. Something's got to give, dude. Like, eventually, eventually, you got to break through. And I don't know if you're looking at the league winner odds, I mean, they're. They're ten to one, like I said, 
and every team above. I mean, obviously, you're going to have to go through Houston and Texas and Baltimore, right? But, you know, if the, if the, if the standings fall the way the odds think they're going to, they're going to be a wild card, right? Yep. So they have to do it the long way. But they have the offense, and you'd be more familiar with their rotation than I am. But their odds caught me. Uh, they have two MVP favorites that are, you know, the top 10 MVP odds. So I like that one. I like that one a lot for the AL. Like the Rangers again at a plus six fifty. Um, yeah, I, I like, I, yeah, I, I like them a lot at plus six fifty. Uh, I think, I think you're getting a little value on, uh, the fact that people are, you know, obviously really high on what Houston's done over the last decade. And uh, you look at what the Rangers have done this last season. You got to think the off, you know, they have a lot of these guys back. Maybe the offense isn't as good as it was last year. I do not expect it to be a bad offense. Uh, the pitching, I think, will be okay. And I I, I like this. I, I like that bet a lot. If you want to bet on the Rangers, that's that would be my bet. Uh, plus six fifty, you know, and and for them to to potentially get there again. Uh, other than that, I don't have a ton on the American League, uh, National League. Um, call this bias, call it whenever you want. If the Cardinals, the Cardinals have October magic, they just do. Well, they're fourth right now, but they do. You don't want to admit it, but they do. When they're in the mix, um, you don't like facing them. You don't like facing them. When they're in the I mix, mean, you don't like facing them. They got when's October the last Magic. Time, when's the last time they had October Magic? It's been a little bit. It's been a little bit. Yeah, it's been like 10 years. So calm down. I think it's... People still remember all that. Yeah, 10 years ago. People still remember it. What, 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 what are you going to say? What are you going to push? What are you going to push back on me on? If they win the division, you're getting a big time franchise at 16 to 1. What are you going to push back on me for? What are you push back on me for? It's 16 to 1. I'm not, I'm not pushing back on you. I'm just saying it's been a long time. You're right. It's, it's been, been a long time. time. You're right. It so has. I don't think I don't think you get to see October Magic. I don't, you don't get to say October Magic. You don't get to say there's, who's I'll October give you Magic? there's there's a different there's a different uh, class. There's a different vibe when the Cardinals are, when you're playing the Cardinals in the National League playoffs. There's, you know, there's some prestige to that series. And that's. What but I'm just saying that? it's been it's been too long. So what do you call prestige that if you're playing, if you go to the AL, like it, there's prestige and you know a little more to the series if you're playing the Yankees or the Red Sox, like. But in don't the you NL, think that matters? Don't if you're you playing against matters? the Dodgers or the Braves, like you feel something. Okay. And I'm just saying it's been okay. right, a you're while. Right. Okay, the I agree with that. Just, with that. You, don't, you, don't get to say, you don't get to say magic, all right? You don't get all to right. say magic, Whatever. but I'll give you there's a different feel to it. Okay. But I was surprised their odds were that high. Or I that liked good, it. I should say. I liked it. Yeah, I don't hate it. But I'm going to go with the team above them. The Phillies, 8-1. to one. Hmm. Made two deep runs in a row, right? Yeah. So if you think a third time's the charm, you'll like this. Bryce Harper basically proving all of the doubters wrong again. Ever since he went there, yeah, it took him took him a couple years after he left. 
but you know, well managed, I would say. Big bats in the lineup. And they almost went back to the World Series last year. Right? So this could be a little mini run here for them. So I liked eight to one for them to to get back to the World Series for second time in three years, Caleb. I'm not as I'm not as high on that. I'm not I'm not gonna push I, I mean, look, I get it. They've got some they've had some nice stretches. I mean, I'll, I'll well, the give odds them are gonna tell you it's either gonna be the Dodgers or the Braves. The way They're the odds right. are stacked. They're probably right. Probably right. I mean, I don't but think there's a lot of value that, you're there. Picking between, but but there I'm isn't not. a lot of value, but that's just what the odds are telling you. And if you want to look at, you know, you and I went with three and four in the odds order. And then after that, you're looking at Cubs, Diamondbacks to repeat. What about the Giants? The Giants? Well, I was going to ask you about... <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to ask about this. This is a team that has spent so much money and had their fans so excited. The New York Mets. Why are they here? I'm not in. I mean, why are they here? They do have talent. They do have talent, but they they have talent, but do they have the manager? Unproven. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. It's unproven. It's not great. It just seems like, I don't know. It's not great. Maybe, maybe Cohen learned his lesson. You know, throw money at the issue, hire a proven manager, everything will work itself out, and it did not. It did not work itself maybe out. Maybe it did not. Yeah. So, it didn't. yeah. It didn't work. I mean, expensive, dude. Expensive teams uh, still, yeah. even with the guys they lost. I grew that. They're an intriguing team to me to watch this year. Just from a drama standpoint. Like are the Mets, is are, are Cohen and the Mets finally going to figure it out? We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Um, okay. Any, um, any pushback uh, in any, anything you like with the, uh, the NBA in the next couple of days? NBA next couple of days. Well, tonight, I mean, I put down a bet and I sent it you. I sent it to you and uh, and Bryce. So if you go on FanDuel, the NBA page, they have this promotion right now. You know, they have their promoted parlays when you go to a certain category. So in this one, you got Kings Nuggets tonight. Four leg parlay was De'Aaron Fox twenty five points, De'Aaron Fox six assists. Jokic 10 assists and Jokic 10 rebounds. So with this one, you're basically betting on Jokic to continue his triple-double streak, which he's been on a tear of uh, since the All-Star game. Mm -hmm. And then you're also betting on De'Aaron Fox. You know, he went through that lull of scoring where he wasn't scoring the usual numbers we were used to. Now he's kind of back to that. The six assists, I, want to, I don't want to say red flag because lately he's been racking them up, but for the season, he's averaging about, I think it was about five or six. So this this prop was right on his average 
Yeah, he's averaging 6.1 assists. Or 5.6 assists, sorry. 5.6 assists for this season. Last three games, he got 6, 7, and 9 assists, respectively. That leg is really the only one I'm worried about. The Fox 6 assists, which I think he will get. And the Kings are actually like the Nuggets in that their big man is the main facilitator. Mm. So Fox, six assists. It might take him a little while to get there. He might get it like in the third or fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, but, I, I, you know, I like this. It was plus 541. I put down 10 bucks uh, total payout of 64. So I like that for tonight. And then this one, my Pacers. My Pacers. You know, oh. I'm not... I don't bet on my Pacers. No, you don't. Ever. You don't. Nor do you even really talk but about I, I'm allowed to promote them as a, as a good... You know, that's what we do on this pod. We promote what yeah. we think are okay. solid bets. Yeah, you think that's solid So Pacers-Pelicans... Yeah, yeah, I do. Pacers-Pelicans tonight on ESPN. On ESPN. On ESPN. Let me repeat that. On ESPN. The Pacers are on ESPN. Someone's getting fired for letting that happen. Pacers Pelicans over 237.5 total points. Now, the argument for this is really easy because the Pacers, number one, were like the second best offensive rating in the league behind only the Celtics. I think we're still second. Um, and for the Pelicans side, Pacers don't play defense. Pacers don't play defense. So even though they the don't. Pelicans are not very high on the offensive rating side, it doesn't matter. They're averaging 116 points. Uh, the Pelicans are. They can definitely, I think they can get 120 tonight. It just came out. Uh, the, all those guys that were questionable for tonight are going to play. Uh, they have two guys averaging over 21 and a half points. We know who they are. And they got McCollum averaging almost 20. He's at about 19. Uh, and the Pelicans have the fifth highest net rating, so they can score. Um, they're just a little, yeah, you know, they're not as high, sure, high octane as the Pacers can be. So I would go yeah. over with that. Uh, anytime the Pacers are involved in a, t- in a, in a game against a team that has two scores like the Pelicans do, I would just take the over and maybe parlay with Halliburton assists. Or in this case, you might want to do Zion assists because they've been doing Zion point guard stuff a lot. Yeah, he's, he's point been forward. Killing. Yeah, he's been killing. And he's been killing it. Their, their numbers are insane when he brings the ball up. But, you know, if you wanted to parlay that, I don't know what the odds will come out to that, but you could do Pacers Pelicans over points, which again is 237.5. Halliburton assists, you know, taking the over on that is never a bad bet. And then the Zion assists over. So a lot of assists tonight, Caleb. I like that. And the other one I like, um, the nightcap game at 10 o'clock, which should not be the nightcap game, as I stated before the pod. Lakers-Clippers. Lakers-Clippers, I, I guarantee 90% of America would want to watch Kings Nuggets over this shit. But we got Clippers minus three. Against the Lakers. All right. So if you want to take the Lakers plus money, 
Go ahead. I think Paul George is out tonight, Caleb. I think he's out tonight. Uh, but at the same time, I don't care because uh, I think the Lakers are an average team. I don't think they're a bad team. I think they're an average team. I think they're poorly coached. Um, I think they are more reliant on their top two guys than any other team in the league other than probably the Warriors. <laughs> and the Clippers are just well-balanced from one through seven or eight on their roster. Even All with right. Paul George out tonight. Well, yeah. So Clippers minus three and a half. Clippers minus three against the Lakers. You would have pushed back on me if anything I said you didn't agree with. I am. And you didn't. I am. I, I, because I like the Lakers. Uh, I like the, I like, I like the Lakers. I like the Lakers tonight. I like the Lakers tonight a lot. I think this is one of those games that's just a stamping game for the why? Lakers. Because George is out? I, um, I think that's a part of it. Uh, I think the Lakers need to, I mean, every game is a win for the West, but I do think that the Lakers will have something to play for in this game. It's on the road. Who's They're the best player in this claim. game? Kawhi Leonard. Okay. So to make sure you weren't crazy. But the Lakers, okay. the Lakers are the second and third best players on the court. Yeah. Don't they not? I mean, I'm taking, no, I'm, I, taking I LeBron and, I'm taking LeBron and uh, your guy, your favorite player, your favorite big man in the league, Anthony Davis. Yes, certainly my favorite big man in the league. I think I'm mean, my favorite big man of all time. I think I think the I think the, I think it's an interesting bet on the Lakers. I really do. I, I so I'm not were, crazy on them, but I I don't you know sometimes I feel like they can be a little top, but I don't. Well, you watch them how they a, play the, the Clippers against the Kings a couple nights a couple nights ago, uh, or a couple games one. ago. Yeah, like it just Kings won. You got them at a pretty good point, seven eight points. I'm just going to be honest. It doesn't feel like this is a great home crowd. It's going to be a Laker crowd. It just is. Oh, well, you always know it's that. It's the Laker crowd. So I'm betting against, I'm betting a home game at plus money. Well, come on. Here's Zach, that's thing a good with, value well, bet on the Lakers. You hate the Lakers and that's a, fine, but, but you, you got to respect that play. Whatever. I just think the, this game, I think, <laughs> And I, I'm sure they, I'm sure they play each other at least sure. once or twice, yeah, more before the season's over. But if I'm the Lakers, I have to be looking at this game as a potential first round matchup. Sure. Okay. Sure. Ha- I have to. Yep. Even though Paul George's not going to be playing. All right. So I think that means the Lakers are going to try their ass off tonight. This could be a game, and James Harden hasn't had to do this much this season, but you know this could be a game where he takes a lot of shots. Um, and I think the Clippers might, I don't know if they'll coast through it, but they won't yeah, try as hard as the Lakers will. Yeah. I think the Lakers are going to have pedal to the metal tonight. I would be surprised if they didn't. Um because I feel like LeBron specifically will Agreed. be thinking of this as, you know, this is a measuring stick game, even though PG's out. Because if we get out of the plane, we're probably going to be facing one of the Clippers or OKC, or the nightmare scenario for them would probably be Denver, because we know what Denver did yeah. to them last year. So yeah. 
that's, you know, if you want to take the Lakers plus money, I don't hate it because Paul George is out, but I also like that spread for the Clippers. Two games I like uh, for tomorrow um, in the NBA. And then uh, Zach, I think for tomorrow, go for it. Two games I like. Um, Atlanta Hawks, Brooklyn Nets. Kevin Ollie's the head coach. Brooklyn looks like a disaster right now. I'll take the Hawks at plus money. I mean, I understand that they've kind of been up and down this year, but I, I this Brooklyn no. thing feels weary. I mean, this feels very, very weary. And I'll take the Knicks money line. I, give me that. Plus money. I understand Randall's not healthy. I get that. I respect that. Um, but I think this could be a very difficult test for the Golden State Warriors to go at as square. Uh, I like the yeah. Knicks quite a lot uh, in that spot. Uh, I think you can get two two opportunities at plus money plays, or you know, or you're kind of getting the underdog on spreads, depending on how you like to bet. Um, I try to do a little bit of both. Uh, Zach, I know you're just a guy that values, you know, it's like, hey, if I feel like if I'm really confident in it and the spread's like pretty close, I'll just bet the the money line just because that's just who you are. Um, I, for me personally, I, I like both a lot. Um, those are probably my top NBA bets. Um, also wouldn't necessarily hate the Rockets at plus eight and a half against the Suns. I think that's a little high. Um, something, those three stick out for me uh, tomorrow. Yeah, Thursday, the Suns which are is about team. when you'll listen to this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the Suns are a team. I go back and forth on them because they're a team I can see just outscoring people and making the West Finals. And they're a team I can see getting dominated oh, defensively sure. and losing the first round, which would be a disaster I, I agree. for them considering their offseason and what they gave up for Bradley Beal, who doesn't even play. So, okay. All right. Well, it's true. He doesn't play. I know, but you, you knew what you were doing. I didn't know what I was doing. doing. Yeah, you And I'm right. He doesn't play. Okay. He doesn't play. Okay. All right. What? No, I mean, I'm not surprised. I I should have known you were going to come with that. As As soon as you bet, as soon, I mean, I know you well enough. I know you well enough. I know you well enough to where, you know, you're, when it comes to the Suns, you're going to throw some shade at, at Bradley Bill. I mean, you just, you star. Doesn't matter if he plays. I will. 25 games in a row. You're, you're going to find ways to throw shade at Bradley Bill. Well, he never will play 25 games in a row again. So I don't have to worry about that. I don't, I don't have to worry about it. Okay. But, you know, we, we saw the Suns in person, Caleb. The three of us did. Yes, we did. And, you know, we got to see really cool game, really big win for us that game. But, you know, Devin Booker, you know, him and Durant combined for 82 points that game and Booker had 62 of them. Now, I'm not saying he has to do that in the playoffs, but him and Durant are good enough, obviously, to win you a series. I agree with that. Even if Beal doesn't play. I mean, obviously, it helps if Beal plays, but if he doesn't play... It's not the end of the world for one seven-game stretch in the first round. So they're a team, if you're looking at futures, I mean, I might put some on them, but they're just a team I can see going either way, dude. 
either way. It just if I'm them, I really don't want to be in the plan. I really don't. I really don't. Because I don't want to expend any energy that I don't have to. Hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I I no beef here. No beef here. No read here. No like um yeah, no significant read for me here. Um, I feel like you can go either way with the Suns team. I mean, you can make some arguments that, you know, they're one of those teams that uh, should be in the thick of it. While at the same time, I also think they're a team that, um, you know, could let a team like that come in close. So fair enough. Won't push back. Uh, that'll do for uh, this podcast. We've got Lynn Sandy coming up, probably going to be available uh, tomorrow night. Uh, on podcasts and I was Zach Scott or sorry, uh, Alex has some power hour uh, episodes uh, that he's looking to drop here and uh, circle city cinema in the midst of a stretch uh, movie content. That'll be uh, full of it for you. So uh, please don't be afraid to rate review and subscribe to our podcast. So once again, thank you for listening to that. Show today.